in the beginning in Genesis, you went there, it says that he'll make him a helper. That word helper is easier and it's a strong help. It was never something that was supposed to be subservient. And, and you get, you miss that in our English translation because we think of helper as in somebody to, you know what I mean, like, like a servant. But it's a name that's used for God over and over where he is a strong help in the time of need. And women were supposed to be a strong help. Now we're, we're supposed to be comparable, not competing. And I think yeah. we're complimenting. And so I think God always meant us to have a complimentary um, ministry or whatever in life. But a lot of that has been lost. Good day, everybody. I sound like I'm an Aussie. I like your announcer voice. Good day, everybody. <laughs> this is Dan Boone. And this, let's talk about it tomorrow. We are here with you today. So glad you've jumped in to be able to join this time with us. We're going to spend 15 to 20 minutes just talking about a few things that we feel like are very, very important. We are so blessed to have back with us Antonetta Campers from Henderson, Nevada. It's good to see you again. Good to see you again. <laughs> All right. We're going to have a good time here today and touch about some things that uh, you may have some questions that may be coming up to be answered in the next few minutes. You know, one of the things that there's always a question in the church about women in ministry. And you, you are a woman and you are in ministry. And let's uh, just talk about that and come clean with all of the religious stuff in the past and all of the things that need to be kind of cleared out. Here comes the street sweeper and just let them take <laughs> care of it. Uh, and because I believe you have a balanced perspective. Uh, you know, there's people on both Most edges sense. that are trying yeah. to fall off the end of the world on yeah. both sides. But uh, you have a balanced perspective. Would you just take a few minutes about that and just share from your heart? Okay, so what aspect of women in ministry? Just all of it. Yeah, women in church, period. Okay, so the question is, can women be in ministry? Well, that's part of it, that's yes. That's part of it. And if so, what should they do? Or what, is there, or what kind of limitations are on a woman that aren't on a man, if there are any? Okay. Wow, we're, we're, we're definitely deep in. I mean, I, I grew up, I won't say unfortunately, fortunately, I, well, I grew up in a Pentecostal setting where women could not be in ministry. They actually, they could, but they had to, we couldn't even get in the pulpit. We had to sit on the side. And so I, it was a question that I struggled with for a very, very, for a long time. Uh, one of the best articles I read was by Jack Hayford talking about women in ministry. And he had such a very balanced approach to it. And... Um, you see women in ministry all through the Bible, so you really can't 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 really get get past that. Not quite sure why they take it, and you know, in Timothy, Titus, that's where they get it all from. Um, women can't be silent. When you get into the Greek and Hebrew, you realize that it did not mean they couldn't speak at all. It was a it was a reference into it was a reference for how you should behave in a public setting, which. I think there are there are rules in every public setting. There's order. God is a God of order. So there's not this disorder and disarray. I don't think God has a problem with women in ministry. If not, why would he anoint them? Mm -hmm. um, Joyce Meyer said that. So I don't I don't have to argue about if I'm called for ministry. The anointing speaks for itself. Um, but like you said, you have the other pain where women are just, I've got to prove my point. I don't have to prove my door. If God wants to open the door, God opens the door. I think if women would be just gracious, the doors will open. 
I don't have to try to force my way into anything. God will make a way for me. So I think that's the biggest thing is just following the Lord and, and you know, any other voice that's, that, that, that's out there, let them have their voice. I don't have to argue. I don't, I don't argue about it. I don't, I'm not there to prove anything. I just go in in the love and the graciousness of God. I think if we go in, and that's powerful. If you go in with the love, grace, God, the doors are open. They're meant to be open. If that's what you mean by that, both sides. Yeah, I, no, I think that's great. Uh, <laughs> I'm a it, we God. have several friends that uh, the wives co-pastor. Mm -hmm. uh, first, you, you know, your ministry, of course, is first to your family, Correct. to your marriage. Correct. And then everything grows out of that. Correct. A couple of points from a biblical perspective uh, that I, I believe that the Lord has shown me in the past is through his word mm -hmm. is that, for instance, possibly the greatest, greatest orator in the New Testament was a guy by the name of Paulos. And it looks like to me that he was ministered to or mentored by yeah. Priscilla and Aquila. Correct. And we see that several Correct. places in the Bible. And my gosh, Acts. you got the guy that's the known evangelist of the area. Correct. And uh, his mentor, one of them, is it's a, a female. Correct. So how can, talk about being in the ministry. Correct. That's one of the greatest things you can do is mentor somebody that's like that, you know. Correct. How would you uh, have felt about somebody who mentored Billy Graham? I mean, yeah. you know, they participate in everything. Correct that Billy Graham participated in. Mm -hmm. And of course, when you said that uh, the anointing, you know, makes room for itself, so to speak, absolutely, amen. And the other thing is the preparation, you know, if it's male or female, you may mm -hmm. need to sto uh, shut it, shoom, let me try that again, uh, study to show yourself approved. Mm -hmm. And so that applies to everybody. And we have too many people mm -hmm. too many times that just jump in the pulpit mm -hmm. uh, and don't really know what they're doing, don't know what they're talking about. They've not been pre-approved, so to speak. Mm -hmm. And that goes for men and women both. Wow. And, you know, I'm not so sure that there's more men that are in that than there are women. But it's obvious, uh, and I know we have good friends uh, down in the uh, Mansfield area uh, at North Elevation Church, the Smithies, uh, Corey and Rochelle, and Rochelle's mom was actually founded and senior pastor of a good work in a little town called Burleson, Texas, yeah. that ain't so little anymore, yeah. south of Fort Worth. And uh, she was an awesome person and did things that men wouldn't do. You know, when the time was up mm -hmm. there, somebody needed to do it, and she did it. Mm -hmm. And uh, God blessed her, and she yeah. grew from a youth outreach into a church and yeah. on up. And, and so... You know, we praise God for those kinds of things. You have something to add to your church that your husband needs help with mm -hmm. and doesn't have, just like yeah. he has things to add that you don't have. Yeah. So how do you all compliment? How do you and, and, and Jerry work with each other? I look at the church as a family, and in a family you have a mother and a father. Both of them give expression to the child that is necessary for that growth and development of the child. And I think that a, uh, the female perspective in the church, it brings another, an added layer of maybe nurturing and caring and just a difference. I'm not saying that fathers don't love her, but they love in a, in a, it's different. They love in a different way. So I look at it as we're the mother and father of the church. And so we both give care and development to that church, if that makes sense. Right, right. And they've got two of the, I started to say two of the sweetest. Maybe, maybe I should call young Jerry <laughs> the sweet, <laughs> although he is. He has he a is. sweet spirit. He has a sweet spirit. Uh, and Jane is just awesome. She yeah. is one of the 
friendliest outgoing people in America. And uh, it's such a reflection of uh, uh, her dad. You know. <laughs> I wasn't going to say it that way. You weren't going to say it that way. I'm going to tell you of her dad. <laughs> and and uh, young Jerry, uh, he's now getting ready to finish high school. Yeah. Uh, he comes into town and sees me, and he's my bodyguard when he's there because yes. uh, nobody gives me any trouble when he's standing there. <laughs> you think so? <laughs> uh, so uh, I was his first customer, by the way, so in that uh, perspective. But that gives a wonderful opportunity you know uh although you know i'm i'm uh, uh my wife of 51 years uh went to be with jesus two mm-hmm. years ago and i'm so i don't have a wife in ministry but we have some very strong ladies yeah. that are here to offer that yeah. and the church would not be the same without their participation yeah. i.e the women's meeting this yeah. morning that you all had and got empowered and um, you know, brought up to date, so to speak, on some things. That's so essential. It's just like there needs to be men in the church. Correct. There needs to be Correct. the men things said, you know, and mm-hmm. everything. So that's, that's we, we can't, in the beginning, he made them male and, and female. female. He made them. Distinct on purpose. Absolutely. And so that's important. Father knows best. God knows Correct. best. Yes. And without that recognition and without that participation, mm-hmm. we just don't have, you know, what we need to have. Young Timothy was brought up by his mother and grandmother. Yes. yes. And so we have indication of a couple of single parent families there. Yeah. And uh, golly, Timothy. Wow. Yeah. Uh, pastored a huge church mm-hmm. and uh, was so uh, much a part of the New Testament, yeah. uh, wrote two of the epistles uh, mentored by Paul, mm-hmm. and uh, Paul said, you know, get with it, dude. You need to make sure you're putting in the next generation mm-hmm. and, and others. So those are all uh, very important things, and I love your your parallel, though, with the family because the church is a family. Mm-hmm. I know some of the very, very, very closest friends I've had have always been in church. Uh, they've always been, and they're so different than me. You know, uh, the uh, the first guy that I, I, I saw this really work with um, possibly was a, a fellow that was a, a Spanish painter. Mm-hmm. And I was a white car dealer, you know. And, it, I mean, just such a different, you know, aspect altogether. And we were, we were brothers together mm-hmm. and enjoyed each other. And I learned a lot of things from him. Mm-hmm. And uh, that that offers so much. And then when I see the children, and I see the ladies' participation, then I see the young women and the ladies' participation, and the marriages and the ladies' participation, we'd only be half of what we are. No, we wouldn't. We'd be less than half. If it was all men or all women, you know, it, we need that uh, inter uh, connection with each other, yeah. uh, interdependence to be able to uh, be fruitful, mm-hmm. And to Multiply. be able, yeah, yeah, that number one. Yeah. And well, then, I meant spiritually. Yeah, <laughs> I was okay. Saying. Well, I'm trying. I'm trying to, you know, have a little fun here. Okay, you know, I always like to do those kind of things, but I can't imagine what it would be like if we did not accept the ministry of the females in the church. We we would just we would be hurting for certain. Yes, most definitely. <laughs> Praise God. 
Hey, uh, just a, a quick thing about okay. the ladies' meeting this morning and uh, anything there you want to share or uh, it, what you said or, or what somebody else uh, said or just how it went on, how the fellowship turned out. Just give us a little snippet of that for a minute or two. Okay. Please. Well, okay. I always say, I try to say please. Please. Okay. Oh, no, no. Oh, okay. Well, I was going to go back. I'll tag, I'll, I'll go back to that. I'll tag team. When you said that when in the beginning in Genesis, you went there, it says that he'll make him a helper. That word helper is easier. And it's a strong help. It was never something that was supposed to be subservient. And, and you get you miss that in our English translation because we think of helper as in somebody to, you know what I mean, like, like a servant. But it's a name that's used for God over and over where he is a strong help in the time of need. And women were supposed to be a strong help. Now, we're supposed to be comparable, not competing. And I think yeah. we're complimenting. And so I think God always meant us to have a complimentary um ministry or whatever in life, but a lot of that has been lost. So I'll just touch on that real quick. <laughs> yeah, it, it is. Let me interrupt here because this is important. The Hebrew word that when God made, uh, uh, when Esha was yes. made out of Ish, Correct. okay, when uh, Eve was made from the rib uh -huh. of Adam, the word rib in the Hebrew is the same word that is the word beam when they were making the temple. Mm -hmm. So Support. when... Adam lost his rib, he lost his support and because it wasn't working right. Mm -hmm. So the support became a, a real human being rather than just a piece of him. Mm -hmm. And if you don't have the beam in the temple, it's going to fall down right. if you could ever get it placed up in the first right. place. Right. So that's something that is scriptural in some things that I share with, especially with the men a lot of times yeah. uh, who need a little help in redirecting what the, some of their thoughts are. But your yeah. point's very valid, yeah. and the complementarianism is, is, is so important. Yeah. We have different gifts, callings, abilities, and yeah. so forth and so forth. Go, 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 go from there. Go from Take there. Take it. Yeah, go. Yeah, so um, in my research, I you know, because of that, um, I don't know if you knew this, but I wrote a book called Fierce and Feminine. And it's like God put fierceness in this, this warrior spirit in women. And I don't think that that's never been allowed to be developed. But it's not just warring with people. For your children, over spirits, over things, God put that in us. And I think that it's innate. You know, we were feminine by design. It's not by accident. So I think if we connect to who God made us, that's where our strength and our ability is because that's where God placed us. So over the conference, well, it was great. It was called <laughs> Change Your Story. And we talked about how God wants to change your story. We picked up from Isaiah um, 43, 19, um, 18, 19, where um, God tells us, I want to do a new thing. And he says, will you not see it? So we were talking about how God wants to change you. And then we talked about don't look back. We talked about looking forward to what God has for you and walking in the fullness of the life that God has for you as a woman of God. Amen. Wow. <laughs> bang, bang, bang. <laughs> that is that is so great. Uh, I'm going to just take a, a little jump off here just okay. for a second or two or three or four. And, you know, one of my favorite his, uh, historical Christians is a guy by the name of John Wesley. Okay. John Wesley and his brother Charles, his brother Charles wrote thousands of hymns. John Wesley uh, was the founder, basically, of the Methodist Church. Mm -hmm. He lived in the 18th century. He was the most well-read person of his, his time in life, uh, traveling on horseback from place to place to place to place. They said he traveled over 50,000 miles on, uh, on the back of a horse wow. and preaching 
on an average of about three times a day. But he was still the most read man or one of the most well-read men of his time. And if you jump back a little bit, he was one of, I think it was 17 children. Susanna Wesley, his mom, mm -hmm. uh, by the way, the dad was a, a preacher. Susanna Wesley is raising 17 um, in the Sunday school, <laughs> yeah. you might say. Yeah. She's got her home. It's not just a Sunday school. It's seven days a week. Mm -hmm. and, and she was doing that. Uh, take a break once a day, pull her apron over her head. All the kids had to be quiet, leave her alone as she prayed. Here's something else about Susanna Wesley. She not only knew English, she knew Latin, and she knew French. And she was fairly proficient in those languages. She instilled that intellectual part of those boys, mm -hmm. uh, John and Charles. Mm -hmm. She put that in them from... Uh, outside yeah. the womb on up. Yeah. And without that, he probably he wouldn't have been was. what he was. Yeah. Charles probably wouldn't have been, gosh, his hymns are eloquent. They're not the ones that are, you know, sad as me and all that yeah. kind of stuff. They are biblical. They are theological. Yeah. They're powerful. Mm -hmm. And it just read the hymns sometimes. Mm -hmm. It's like you're almost reading the Bible. Yes. It's, it's that great. So, that is the participation that a lot of women don't get that they rightly deserve. And you know what? There's going to be a lot of females in the front row in heaven. <laughs> yes, the hand that rocks the cradle rules the world. Amen. 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 <laughs> oh, uh, Antoinette Campers, we're so glad that you came with us well, today and took time out of your busy schedule and away from what you're doing <laughs> to, to be able to help our ladies and to encourage us and uh, and we're looking forward to tomorrow morning, too. Um, and, and anyway, that's, that's going to be another great time. So uh, we love you. Yes. Uh, we're here you. for you. If you have questions or thoughts, please take time. Uh, write us an email. Write us, uh, give us a text. Give us a call. Make a comment on uh, this media right now so that you can say what you want to say. We will respond. We will answer. Uh, we'll call you back if you give us a call and you need a call back. Uh, if you want to come to Church of Tomorrow, you're welcome to come on in, sit down. You don't have to say anything. You don't have to give anything. We don't even pass the offering bucket here. People just give on the way out if they don't give online. So those are things that we want to do to be able to help you in your walk towards Jesus Christ your thoughts about him. And if you're a non-believer and you don't really get it, that's okay. I was there for many years of my life. I I went to church as a young boy, but I, I spent 18 years out without Jesus, without Christianity, without a, a recognition of God. And I never had that when I was in church as a kiddo uh, because the church I was attending was just kind of, you know, just there. But the reality of the life in the Spirit is something that we want you to, to know about. What you do with it is up to you. So come check us out. If you're in the Las Vegas area, please check out Empowered Life Church. Pastors Jerry and Antonetta Campus will be there to welcome you with a big smile and give you a, a seat free of charge so that you can grow with Jesus. Until next time, let's talk about it tomorrow. We love you. Bye-bye.